Hi, Bruno Jr. here. Our podcast, Busting Addiction and Smiths, is sponsored by SafeHouseRehab.com. SafeHouse believes that traditional treatments fall short of the needs of clients who face the modern problems of addiction. Modern problems need modern solutions. Multiple addictions, multiple relapses, multiple triggers, and cheaper and more powerful street drugs set up unprecedented challenges facing treatment centers. What is needed is a more sophisticated approach, a better way forward. There are three reasons to choose our progressive modern treatment program. One, a more sophisticated intake process. Two, technology proven to enhance recovery. And three, the most robust aftercare program in our sector. To learn more, visit us at safehouserehab.com. This is Season 11, Episode 4. Obituaries lie. This is clearly an overstatement, but that's a thought that occurred to me by a piece on a website called Shatterproof. Everyone in a young woman's family was given a task in preparation for a funeral for a 26-year-old brother who died of a heroin overdose. Her task was to proofread his obituary. Nowhere was the real cause of death an overdose from heroin mentioned. All it said was, died suddenly. I will be willing to bet you that you will not, ever, or rarely find the truth in obituaries wherein only the good things about the deceased are supposed to be written. That sentiment is perfectly understandable. But does it also do a disservice to the public by hiding or denying the truth about the cause of death? Does it speak to the enormous burden of shame that still fuels the stigma associated with addiction or alcoholism? Would it not be better if we started telling the truth more loudly about the life-threatening, life-degrading effects of addiction? Does the public realize that those with an alcohol use disorder die 24 to 28 years sooner than does the general population? Do they know that the life expectancy of males with the disorder is 47 to 53 years, and that it's 50 to 58 for women? Not a whole lot better. One could do more research on this, but here's a bet. When the cause of death is cirrhosis of the liver or kidney failure, that's all that the death certificate will say. When the true cause of death is alcoholism, or more politely put as alcohol use disorder. Of course, Without knowing the true history of the man now in the coffin, a physician would be hard-pressed to make that kind of leap. The point the young woman in the Shatterproof piece was making is this. We as a society must overcome the stigma associated with drug abuse and alcoholism and start talking about it more openly. She says that she doesn't judge her parents for using a polite phrase to sum up the unspeakable tragedy of losing a child. But she is right to say that silence and stigma cause shame, and shame keeps people sick. Shame arises from false beliefs about the nature of addiction. Addiction is a chronic disease of the brain that causes involuntary, repetitive, and destructive behavior. Despite this unassailable fact, more people believe it is a moral weakness than believe it to be a disease. That's how far our lovely society, here in the USA anyway, has come. Shame is a result of willful ignorance. If it's a moral weakness, then there's nothing more to do than throw them in jail. I I can't help. 
This almost past year of 2021 has seen more people die suddenly, quote, of an overdose than die of car accidents at 38,000 plus, gun deaths at over 19,000, and HIV AIDS, more than 16,000, combined. Overdose deaths from mostly fentanyl, I'll talk about that in a minute, and heroin totaled more than 100,000 tripling since 2010. Okay, so it's tripled since 2010. Well, most other causes of death, as I mentioned earlier, were up marginally at best since 2010. So the three big factors driving this overdose epidemic within a pandemic are, one, cheap, easily available, and deadly fentanyl, as synthetic heroin flooding not just our streets, but our middle-class neighborhoods as well. This is brought to you by our friendly trading partner in China. Truth be told, the Chinese authorities hate this trend as much as anyone, but the demand is coming from where? The USA, of course. 2. Isolation arising from the restrictions placed on the population as a result of the COVID pandemic play a big role. Instead of attending school or college or just socializing or going to work, addicts drop out of the scene and die on their own. There's nobody around. Number three, the financial downturn caused more unemployment among young people, especially those marginally employed, while many treatment centers cut back or simply had to shut down. Let's get back to the 100,000 overdose deaths. The authorities know the real causes of death, and it does seem as if the media are doing a fair job of reporting on this epidemic within the pandemic. The problem seems to be though those deaths happen out there on the street and not in my neighborhood. Yes, in your neighborhood. More recently, those adults who knowingly supply drugs that are known to be deadly to those who use them and then overdose are being arrested and charged with murder. Now that makes some sense. But the fact remains that the stigma of being an addict or even of having one in the family is alive and while it is also less shameful, all the research shows this, all the social science research shows that it's less shameful to be an alcoholic than it is to be an addict. I get a personal taste of that stigma every now and then myself. When I say to some people that I'm a recovered alcoholic and addict, I get that look like, you got to be kidding me, you, an addict? I sense they think it's okay if I were a boozer, but an addict, now that's just too much. And then they get curious about the types of drugs that I was using. Perhaps the greater theme of this episode is this. Let's make it safe to talk about addiction. Let's let people know there is no shame in being sick. Let's let people know that drug overdoses kill more than do guns and car accidents. Let's have the real cause of death show up in death certificates. Let's not hide from the truth. We can do our society a service by admitting that some are powerless over drugs and alcohol, but the rest of us are not. What have we learned about the stigma of addiction? Well, we learned, number one, the whole truth is not being told as to the cause of death when it comes to addiction and alcoholism. and we know that. Two, silence and stigma cause shame, and shame keeps people sick, keeps them hidden and not seeking the help they deserve. Three, overdose deaths tripled in the last 10 years and has been accelerated by cheap fentanyl isolation and financial hardships, all of which drive overdoses. Four, educating ourselves about the nature of addiction as a brain disorder is crucial if we're to overcome the stigma that it's a moral weakness. And we can change, number five, we can change the beliefs of many who still believe addiction to be a moral weakness 
that calls for jail, as opposed to treatment for those who still suffer. Our podcast is sponsored by SafeHouseRehab.com, a modern approach to recovery. To learn more, visit us at SafeHouseRehab.com.